Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 61, Talking About Our Health. Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. Welcome back. I'm definitely excited today to be able to be back with you and to be able to share some of the experience that I have. And hopefully, it is something that could be able to help you out. Is something that I've mentioned before on this podcast. And I think it might bear kind of coming back to it. And so uh, talking about our health, talking about fitness, trying to get our overall um, weight under control and different things related to that. And so just as a preface, I am not a trainer, an expert, a doctor or anything like that. And so this is all just my own personal experience and observations, especially over the last couple months. And so just wanted to kind of share where I am in this. So I do hope that you find this helpful. And so back in episodes 17 and 18 of this podcast, I did a, um, that was one conversation that we split into two with Mark Sievercrop. And we talked about dieting and exercise and some different things related to that. And so, because we're both uh, on a struggle um, in a journey to be able to do that. And so kind of sharing some of the things back then. Well, unfortunately, between that time and now, I haven't been very good. And so it ca- it caught up with me. And so I'm 33 now, and I can't live the way I did when I was 13. And so, or even at 23. And so it's starting to catch up with me. And so back on... Uh, let's see, it was uh, in the middle of June, I think it was the 17th of 2014, I went in for a just a, a normal yearly physical, and they ended up checking my blood work and all that kind of stuff, and it came back that I had high cholesterol. And so that was the only real concern that came back, which I'm thankful for that. Uh, but it is something that really kind of woke me up. I do have a history of diabetes in my family. And so that's always been a concern. And then also high blood pressure. And so that's something that's been a concern as well. And my blood pressure has uh, recently in the last couple of years been a little higher than normal. And so I definitely would like to be able to bring that down, but that didn't seem to be the highest um, priority with this. And of course, my high cholesterol kind of ties into the high blood pressure as well. Now, just kind of reading some statistics and information here off of the Mayo Clinic website. And so I wanted to look at some credible information. And so I'm going to have links to this article. I'm also going to reference another article um, on Mayo Clinic. And both those will be in the show notes, which you can get at uh, simpleliving.us forward slash 61. And so you can be able to get the show notes by going there. 
But in this article here, it's just answering the question as far as what number should you aim for as far as cholesterol. And so basically you want to be below 200 milligrams per DL. Um, I'm not exactly sure all the technical, but basically below 200 is where you would like to be between 200 and 239 is borderline high. And then over 240 is high. Now, if you are in Canada or Europe, uh, then you may have some different measurements and you may have to look that up. If you go to the show notes and click on that link, it does have those available. Um, But I believe most of my audience is U.S. and that's what is pertinent to me as well. So it just kind of gives you an idea at least. And so I think I can't remember my exact total cholesterol. I think I am over 200, but I don't think I'm over the 240. But the problem is with the two different types of um, cholesterol, the main types, at least there's LDL cholesterol and there's HDL. And so the HDL is the better cholesterol, is the good cholesterol, and then the LDL is the bad cholesterol. And so unfortunately, my HDL, my good cholesterol was low, I believe, and then my um, bad cholesterol, the LDL, was significantly high and so uh, just kind of looking at these statistics here you want to be below 100 and so that's the ideal for people at risk of heart uh, heart disease 100 to 129 is near ideal 130 to 159 is borderline high 160 to 189 is high and then over 190 is very high And unfortunately, my bad cholesterol was at 197 or 198. So I am in the very high category. They don't have anything higher than very high. So I am at very high risk when it comes to my cholesterol. So obviously, a lot of big changes have had to happen in the last month and a half. And so... It took a little bit of time for my wife and I to kind of do some research to really see what I need to do. And so um, one thing is that I was prescribed Lipitor um, to be able to help bring the cholesterol down. But then obviously I need to do some diet and exercise to help with that as well. Because if I'm taking the medication for it, it would be not advantageous to keep eating bad things that will keep my cholesterol high. And so in our exploration of uh, what we need to do, talking with the doctor and so forth, they said that we basically need to uh, really focus on, or I need to really focus on the fats that are in the foods that I eat. And so I I never really paid much attention to any of this before. So this is all new to me. And so um, there's uh, the two fats that you really want to look out for are the saturated fats and the trans fats. There's monosaccharide fats and polysaccharide uh, fats, fat, something like that. Um, I'm not looking at it. Offhand, But the ones that you really want to watch and eliminate or minimize are the saturated fats and the trans fats. And so uh, we we started looking at the foods that we had and tried to really look at what 
I could be able to have. And so we started eliminating some stuff. And so some of the big things that kind of a general rule, you want to stay away from red, red meat and you want to try to stay away from um, obviously very fatty foods, fried foods, things like that. Um, and you can lean more toward like chicken and fish. And so those are some things as far as the general guidelines and obviously fruits and vegetables are good. And so totally changing, well, maybe not totally changing, but changing my diet for sure. And so um, just last week, my wife and I just for kicks were kind of looking around at some of the different things that we normally would eat. And so we ended up going to Chili's, which is one of our favorite places to go. And I knew I could not get the things that I would normally get. And so I didn't know exactly how bad they were, but I knew that they were bad. And so another thing that should be avoided is cheese because that's higher in the saturated fats as well. And so, um, and so usually when I would go to uh, Chili's, I would get the, we would get the skillet queso as an appetizer. And then I would usually get either the ribeye or the bacon burger. And then I would get my Dr. Pepper with the grenadine in it, the little cherry uh, flavor in there. And so luckily through our extensive, uh, quote unquote, extensive research, um, our pop does not contain any saturated or trans fat. So at this point in time, I am not giving up my Dr. Pepper. And so I was kind of afraid of that whenever... Uh, this first happened, but I have not given up my Dr. Pepper because it is not on the taboo list as of yet. And so, uh, but um, these other foods that I would normally get, we started to see that they were high in the fats, uh, the saturated fats and the trans fats. And so uh, while we were there, we knew I couldn't order what I would normally get. I ended up getting, um, I can't remember now, I think it was a chicken sandwich with uh yeah it was a chicken sandwich with uh vegetables on the side and so i think i got broccoli and corn in the cob or something like that and so one of the very better choices and so it still had a couple um grams of saturated fat but it was very low i can't remember the exact number off the top of my head but we looked up the different things that we would normally get the skillet queso if I were to eat the entire thing, which I obviously would not eat the whole thing by, well, maybe I can't say obviously, but I would not normally eat the whole thing myself. Normally I would eat about half of it though. Um, between me my wife and my two kids, I would have probably about half of the skillet queso and the skillet queso has 1,590 calories and it has 35 grams of saturated fat. Um, and so it is high on the saturated fat level. Um, then if I were to get the ribeye, that would be 1,320 calories and 32 grams of saturated fat. And then if I were to get the classic bacon burger, that would be 1,360 calories and uh, 25 grams of saturated fat. Um, oh, it also has 1.5 trans fat, and then the ribeye has 4.5 of the trans fat. And so, 
um, those are very high. So if I were to have the skillet queso and one of those meals, we are looking at over 60 um, grams of saturated fat. And so, again, I probably wouldn't have all this skillet queso, but still, we're looking at probably 50 grams of saturated fat. Um, and so that's a lot. It is definitely a lot. Um, so that was a an eye-opener as to how much those foods have impacted my cholesterol. And another restaurant that we like is Sonic. Uh, that's more for the fast food um, side of it. And so... Uh, a lot of times we'll stop at Sonic just get drinks, but we do go there and we get meals from time to time. And so a lot of times I would get um, probably the worst thing on the menu um, from what I could see just glancing through it. And that is the supersonic bacon double cheeseburger with mayonnaise. And so uh, that has 1,240 calories, 35 grams of saturated fat and 3.5 grams of trans fat. And so uh, quite a bit there. And then I would normally get that in a meal. So I would get large tots with that. That's another 580 calories and 600 uh, or six grams of saturated fat. And then, of course, I would get my large Dr. Pepper with the cherry flavor add in. And that would be another 330 calories, but no saturated or trans fat in that. And so with that. Uh, the entire meal together would be 2,150 calories, 93 grams of saturated fat, and 3.5 grams of um, trans fat. And so that is a lot. And so that is basically one person's uh, calorie allotment for one day, all in one meal. And then the saturated fat is insanely high. Um, I'll refer to an article here in just a minute about the, um, the, the amount of saturated fat that is quote unquote acceptable. Um, and so that that's very high. That was very eye opening. Um, and then there were times that we would, in addition to the normal meal, we would get a, um, a blast. And so, cause we need to have our little dessert with it. And so we like the the Master Blast. And so the one I usually like to get is the Triple Chocolate Master Blast, uh, the medium size. So I, I wasn't going all out getting the large, but medium is still pretty big if you look at it. Um, that's 1,370 calories and another 45 grams of saturated fat. So if I put all of that together with the meal that I would have, that would be 2,770 calories 138 grams of saturated fat and 3.5 grams of trans fat. I was basically killing myself with those meals that I was having. We didn't even look at all the other restaurants that we would um, uh, potentially go to. But this just gave us an idea because these are the ones that we would probably go to the most. And so the last time we went to Sonic and got a meal, instead of getting the supersonic bacon double cheeseburger with mayonnaise, I got a classic chicken sandwich, um, the grilled chicken sandwich. And so that went from 35 grams of saturated fat down to two. And it went from 1,240 calories down to 450. And so um, there, there are some better choices out there. And so I am learning to make those better choices. 
And so, uh, but it was just a big eye opener as far as what, um, what is allowed or, or what is, um, acceptable, what is good and what I was actually doing. And so, um, now I am eating primarily fruits, vegetables, having a lot of salads. And with my salads, I usually, uh, typically would have ranch, um, now I have converted over the last couple of years to having low fat or fat free ranch, but even still, that's still not great. Um, and so here the last month I have switched over to Italian, which is, um, a whole lot healthier. And actually it turns out that the dressing lasts a whole lot longer. So it's actually saving us money, um, with that part as well. And so we're having a lot more of those. I'm having some more fish, um, especially tilapia and salmon. And so uh, I mentioned the medication I'm having to take. I also got some um, omega-3 fatty acid vitamin pills um, that I'm taking as well, just to kind of help boost the uh, the good cholesterol, uh, to be able to help bring down the uh, bad cholesterol as well. And so doing all these different things, I've uh, started doing some more on the treadmill. And so I'm not consistent yet, um, but I am doing it at least twice a week. Uh, And last week I went on what I would consider a marathon for myself um, because normally I'll go about a mile and I'll stop. And that would range anywhere between 13 to 18 minutes uh, for my normal mile. And last week, uh, I, I was watching a movie and decided, huh, instead of just laying here and watching the movie, I'm going to go ahead and get on the treadmill. And so I went on the treadmill. I was on the treadmill for an hour and a half watching this movie and I went five miles. And so that was, um, definitely the farthest I have ever done on a treadmill, the longest I've ever gone that way. Um, I may have reached that distance possibly before, uh, doing some hiking or something like that where I just really wasn't paying attention. I have absolutely no idea how much distance I was covering. Um, and so I kept it at a steady pace of about three and a half miles an hour and just went. And so I'm hoping to implement a lot more on the treadmill uh, to be able to help with that. And so I haven't been really focusing on the calories so much as I have been on the saturated fat. And so, and, uh, having that focus, even though I have not really been hungry, I, I eat and I get full. Um, and I haven't been paying attention to the calories as much, even though I know the calories are less. Um, I've, uh, been able to lose about 12 pounds in the last six weeks. And so I'm definitely glad for that. And so I've been trying to lose some weight And usually I go on uh, crazy little spurts to where I'll try to lose like 15, 20 pounds in a month. And then um, I'll try all kinds of crazy things, but I haven't had that as my focus, but I've been able to start to bring my weight down, which is another way to help bring the cholesterol down as well. And so hopefully I can continue to lose some weight as I go through this. And so, um, so yeah, so uh, a lot of things here that I'm learning Now, as far as how much saturated fat is acceptable, another article here on Mayo Clinic says here that we should limit saturated fat to no more than 10% of your total calories. 
Um, and so if you were to break it down, you can find out how much that is. But uh, kind of gives a, a little thing here. It says a 10% limit to about 22 grams of saturated fat a day. Well, 7% is about 15 grams of fat. Um, see, saturated fat intake counts towards your total daily allowance in fat. So 22 grams of saturated fat. Um, so if I would go to Sonic or those times I did go to Sonic and I would get my normal meal, I would have 93 grams of saturated fat compared to the 22 recommended amount that I should not go over. And so I was completely blowing this out of the water. And so I have made a lot of changes, as I mentioned. And so hopefully when I go to my next appointment in September, that there will be a drastic change in that. Hopefully I can be able to get off the medication at least and just continue to fight this with diet and exercise. And so anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and share that um, with you. And hopefully that is something that is helpful to you, maybe an encouragement to you. Maybe you've been struggling with uh, your own weight, your own health, and maybe this can be an encouragement to you, maybe a wake-up call for you as it was for me. And so um, I'm glad the wake-up call came in this kind of fashion as opposed to a heart attack. And so that would be a lot more um, drastic of a change of what would need to be done and uh, obviously a lot more expensive. So hopefully um, this isn't too late for me to be able to turn things around and to avoid uh, that sort of condition happening. And so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, but uh, as I do that, I do want to say that I am looking at trying to rebrand this podcast. And so possibly renaming it and kind of giving a new face, uh, getting some new artwork and things like that put together. And so I would like to look for your feedback. And so uh, one listener uh, was, uh, I was talking with him and uh, in the discussion, he mentioned that uh, this podcast kind of gives um, a feel or a, a look of uh, home improvement of some sort. And so I thought that was kind of intriguing. I never really thought of it that way. But then again, the way I view it is not the way that everybody else sees it. So I'd like to get your feedback on this. And so he gave a couple suggestions of things that I could do. Um, and so I'm going to uh, definitely look into those, but I am opening it up. And so if you have any ideas or suggestions, uh, please let me know. And so you can send me an email, uh, feedback at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Or you can go to the show notes, simpleliving.us forward slash 61. You can leave a comment there in the comment section, or you can click on the feedback button and send me a message that way. And so I'd love to get your feedback. I'll probably roll out maybe a more formal survey here um, in the upcoming weeks uh, just to try to get a better idea. I'm going to be asking some other friends that I have online that um, do podcasting and things like that to get their feedback as well. And so um, I definitely want to uh, present this in the best possible way and to be able to convey the message that I'm trying to convey um, in the in the best possible fashion that I can. So if you wouldn't mind taking just a few minutes to be able to give me that feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. And with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we will talk to you next time. God bless. 
Thank you for listening to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also, go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now, go and create the quality of life you deserve. Simple, 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 simple.